Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher. Aloha, Bruce. We got a great podcast for you for this April 25th, 2022. Today we're going to be talking about Hawaii hotel room hotel categories, which is going to help you decide if you need an ocean view for your next Hawaii vacation. Of course, this is a different kind of podcast. It's a podcast not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody who doesn't know anything about a Hawaii vacation. We're your hosts. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com or just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. Agents are standing by right now to take your call. If you're surfing the internet, it can become like a rabbit hole. There's just so much information. You think you're deciding on something and then you're clicking again and it just gets, doesn't it get a little overwhelming? And look, you found us, you've dug deep. So let us help you plan that Hawaii vacation and get over to our Facebook page because that's where we do most of our social media, facebook.com slash Hawaii Aloha Travel, or just email us, Bruce or support at hawaii-aloha.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got a question or a comment or something you'd like to, to address here on this podcast, happy to help you, happy to help you answer those questions. Of course, Yaling is not here today. She's busy doing stuff. She's like so important to the business and she's working out some problems so she couldn't make the podcast today, but she will be here next week to help us and give us her input. All right, let's get to it. Let's start off with some news because a lot's happening over on Maui. The city council over there is looking for ways to crack down on over-tourism in response to the visitor boom, which is going on. Council members over there say they want to better regulate the industry this year so it never happens again. They're saying that uh, residents have been clear in their demand for immediate council action to manage tourism in Maui County. And City Council Vice Chair Kiana Rollins Fernandez said that she is introducing a bill to cap visitor units and to stop camper vans from being used as short-term rentals, which I don't really understand what that means. Capping visitor units. Does that mean that they're they're going to say they can only have a certain amount of visitor units, like a certain amount of hotel rooms? I guess that's what it means. And apparently a lot of the residents over there are supporting the idea They're saying we have more and more hotel rooms per capita than Oahu, uh, which David Dorsen, who who, um, also uh, supports the proposal, we're more tourist dense than Waikiki. Maui now has up to one tourist for every two or three locals, far exceeding our limits and our levels in the Maui Island plan. So they're all saying that they need some sort of signals that will have some kind of caps. Now, Hawaii Grand Vacations, they're totally opposing it. They're saying the proposed cap will not effectively address the problem of illegal short-term rentals and will be detrimental to the community and legally operating transient accommodations as an economic engine for Maui. You know, it really starts to always come down on that. It happened here on Oahu, and that's why they've pretty much made vacation rentals on Oahu illegal. And, you know, we've talked about that a lot here. So there's a lot of discussion about it. Um, There's a lot of back and forth. The resolution, uh, which was proposed, it's a proposed bill, is being sent to, was sent to the uh, city, uh, county, planning commission and it passed 66 to three. So that's moving forward. 
Another interesting thing that happened, uh, Hawaiian Airlines is now finally offering Wi-Fi on their planes that are teaming up with Starlink, and which I think Elon Musk owns. And they're going to be the first major airline to hook up with Starlink to provide high-speed broadband internet, internet access for all guests flying between the Hawaiian Islands and the continental U.S. And, you know, it's always been kind of a problem to get internet access over the water. So this is going to beef up that connection so you can stay connected while you're flying. I say disconnect. You know, I mean, I, I say you should probably, you know, unplug if you're coming to Hawaii, for gosh sakes. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Um, so that's going to be interesting, and that's going to be good for you. And then I wanted to mention, you know, our blogger, um, Jamie Wimpenny, who uh, helps us out here on this podcast as well, did an article, did a blog post actually about Rabbit Island. And if you haven't seen Rabbit Island, if you're coming here to Oahu and you've gone out to the east side and you're standing on Makapu'u and you're looking out of that lookout towards the north, you look like straight out north, you see this like little island and it's been called Rabbit Island. And I always thought it was called Rabbit Island because it looks like a rabbit. But Jamie did this great post, which explains that there are really two reasons that Rabbit Island has this name. One is a literal one, and one is figurative. So uh, Mana Island, which is what Manana Island, which is what it's really called, is home to was home originally to a rabbit colony. I didn't know that they had rabbits up there. And then back in the eighteen eighties, they actually had rabbits there. It was a rabbit colony, and that kind of became a total disaster. And it ruined the ecosystem there. And now, of course, over the years, they've gotten rid of the rabbits. And now it's a beautiful nesting place. It's really kind of a, a place where endangered native migratory species um, inhabit. And it's really kind of pretty cool. It's a 67 acres, but if you're getting out there, and so I always, so this was such a learning experience. And thank you, Jamie, for uh, clearing the air about Rabbit Island, which really was home to rabbits. And that's how it got its name. All right. Let's get to our topic for today, which is, do you need an ocean view for your Hawaii vacation? And let's talk a little about, bit about these room categories. Now, what we did was we also, this also kind of came up in our travel support group. We asked the question of whether or not an ocean view is an important part of your vacation. In other words, do you have to have an ocean view if you're coming to Hawaii? And we got mixed reviews. Most people, there was like 75 comments, and most people say they prefer the ocean view. Several people said they did not. Um, and here's a couple of the comments. Melissa said, depends on how much time you plan to spend in the room. When I stayed at a hotel last year, I paid for a full ocean view because we were still social distancing and ordering a lot of Uber Eats instead of going out to the restaurants. This weekend, she said, she just bought the cheapest room because they were planning on going out a lot and spending a lot of time at the pool, which makes a lot of sense. And the thing about these ocean views, and we're going to talk about the different categories in a second, but you do pay a premium always for ocean. And you really need to, for me and for what I advise clients is it really boils to how much time you think you're going to be spending in the room. If you can afford it and money is no object or it's a special occasion, always opt for as much ocean as you can get. But in general, 
you're going to save money, and you pro- it's probably not as important as you think. And then it really also kind of depends on where you're from. Like I get people from Florida who already got, you know, they see ocean all the time, or people that ha- from California who are on the coast, and they don't really, it's not as important as for people, let's say, in the middle of the country who don't have these kinds of views. It becomes a lot more important to have that ocean view. Uh, Jay here said, uh, it's how you start and end your day, so it's everything to Jay. Because, you know, they start the day, you want to have, you know, some coffee out on the lanai, or you want to look out on the ocean. It's a great way to, it really is a great Zen way to start your day if you can get out and look at the ocean. And you want to end it that way too. You know, before you go out to eat, maybe have a cocktail out on that lanai. Crystal says, it is very nice to have an ocean view, but it's not necessary for them. You can take a nice stroll to the beach, and from there, that's a good enough view as any, which is true, right? You know, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to spring for an ocean view, then you just, you know, take a nice walk out to the lanai or the balcony. So it really boils down to what is important for you, how much importance do you want to put in on the actual view? So let's talk about the different room categories because there, there's a lot of confusion about it. And, you know, there are so many hotels here. There's over 200 and something hotels here. And each hotel kind of describes the hotel room category a little differently. But in general, you have a standard room or a run of the house. Standard rooms usually have a, a, a minimal view. It's usually a city view. Sometimes they have what's called run of the house, which means you'll get the best view available when you arrive. For the most part, we don't see a lot of hotels doing run of house these days, but it is possible. Then the next category up would be a city view. City view and standard views are usually pretty much the same, but sometimes, you know, in some hotels, a standard view is even a lower floor and less of a view than a standard view, if you can believe it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then the next category up is partial ocean view, which usually means that for a partial ocean view, to see, actually see the ocean, you have to get out onto the lanai and either look left or right. So it's very important because sometimes people think partial ocean view, you're going to be able to see the ocean from your room. Very rarely does that happen. I don't want to say it's impossible, but again, this is where having an experienced agent like myself or somebody here in Hawaii or somebody that knows these hotels really well, that can kind of know what these categories mean? Like, what is a real partial ocean view? Will that mean a parking lot view? You know, there are some hotels that even offer a parking lot view. And there are some hotels which are a little deceiving that it says partial ocean view or or standard view, and it's a parking lot view. So you want to know where, if you're going to be going, if it, you know, depending on how important it is, but if you are going to be going for one of these um, lower category rooms where you're not doing an ocean view, you, you really, it makes a big difference. And, and where the room is located, you don't want to be next to an elevator either. You know, uh, sometimes that's a little noisy. We had that situation recently with one of our clients, didn't know it. And then we got them moved. And that's another advantage on using a travel advisor. So partial ocean view. And then the next category is ocean view. Ocean view means that pretty much anywhere in your room, you should be able to see the ocean, but it's not a straight on ocean view. <laughs> if you walk out to your balcony, you're going to have a straight ocean view. I mean, you'll, you'll be able to see the ocean clearly. 
but it but if you real but if you really want to see ocean in every part of the room you must get an ocean front room ocean front category is your is the highest level category. Sometimes on Oahu, you get diamond head ocean view. On, on a poly, sometimes you have these sweeping views with wraparound balconies. There's, you know, there's a lot of differences in the hotels with these categories. This is just a general rule of thumb. So you always have to check with us or check with uh, whoever you're booking this with to make sure that you have a clarification about the view. If you're really going to be spending these big bucks to get the view, you want to be clear about what you're getting. And we can always help you with that. Exactly where, you know, how much of an ocean view are you getting? How much of a full ocean view are you getting? How much of an oceanfront room are you getting? So that's pretty much it. There's also, you know, I forgot to mention, there's the garden view category. That's usually in between city view and partial ocean view. So I, I, I need to throw that in there. I forgot the garden view room. Now, generally, that means you're going to see some sort of garden view, you know. And the other thing about partial ocean view or even the ocean view rooms is that, generally speaking, when you have a partial ocean view or an ocean view, you're going to see some sort of something before you see the ocean. That's a good way to frame it, actually. You're gonna if if it's a partial ocean view guard, uh, or ocean view, you're gonna see something first, and then you're gonna see the ocean. If you have an ocean front room, you're just gonna see the ocean in in ninety percent of the cases, I would say, for these hotel rooms. But again, it really depends on the property and depends on how the property is laid out. So hopefully, this is gonna help you with this decision. My thing is, you know, if you really want to save money, don't worry about the ocean view. That's my thing. But I live here, right? I see the ocean every day. So it really comes down to us giving you all the information, making sure that you understand very clearly what you're getting so there's no questions when the time comes and you show up here and you see your hotel room and you're falling in love with these beautiful islands. All right. So hopefully that helps you out. Don't forget to check out our website. That's going to wrap it up here. Hawaii-aloha.com and our sister site, Secret Hawaii Tours, because we book these great specialty tours and private tours here on the island of Oahu and the island of Kauai. It's a great way to do something a little different with the tours. You know, we have the Aloha Plate Food Tour. We have a Hawaii 5.0 tour. We've got a culture tour. You know, these, these are special tours with local guides that are born and raised here or who lived here most of their lives. So it's an experience that I guarantee you that if you book one of our tours, it's going to be the best time that you have here on the island. It's going to be the most interesting because you're going to have a friend here in the islands. I'm your friend too. You can always reach out to me. But it, it's just a great way to really experience Hawaii and share it with a local who lives here because that's what you want to do. If you're going to come to Hawaii, you want to connect with our Aina, with our community, and with the people that live here. And that's who we are, really. That's the whole philosophy of our company. So make sure you check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Get over to secrethawaiitours.com. Also check out our Facebook page, Hawaii Aloha Travel. All right, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling. We'll be back here next week. And all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.